Well, hello there. Welcome back to the show. This is Justin Wayne alongside the very lovely Greg Owens, who is going to join me for the show today. This is episode 322. Yay. I guess. Yeah. Great. I don't know. We were just talking about that with Greg's podcast, which is we'll talk about more as we get into the show. It's called the High Country Drama Podcast, which I did. I helped out a little bit, but it's mainly been you. Every once in a while, you ask me a question. Every once in a while, you ask me a question, I give you an answer. Like that's (laughs) that's easy. I guess that's what they they call consulting in the business, right? Totally. Like, uh, you know, you'll get a bill later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I will consult with you about that when the time comes. So we'll we'll be talking to Greg. Greg's brought some music along as well. Uh, Some of it from Bozeman, some of it from the wider world. Uh, which is exciting, and uh, it's always fun to some have someone else bring in music that we've never heard before, and you know it's kind of neat. It's fun to do that. So thanks for doing that. You bet. Um, we have Claire. So we don't have any new submissions today, aside from the stuff that Greg's going to be playing for us. So we're going to delve into some more of the stuff that we've been pulling together for the Justin Wayne Show Birthday Best which is happening on February 15th, which is our sort of little mini award show for music that's been may or may not have been released this year. It's generally the stuff that we get in that we've, we've got. So, uh, so that'll be happening and, um, I'll play something I dug up this week for you now. Um, maybe something I haven't played in a while. Let's see some of this stuff I have played quite a bit recently. Um, but we'll, we'll start off with something from David Goo's The 150 Friends Club. Last year, David Goo's The David Goo Variety Band stuff was in here now that he's moved on from that. Uh, obviously, The 150 Friends Club. I believe that this is the title track of the album, or is this just a single? It's just a single. This is Human, a.k.a. Man's Lot, kicking off episode 322 of The Justin Wayne Show. I always seem to fall in love with every other girl too easily Seems like every other day another part of my heart is broken I always thought a girl like you didn't have any But now I've come to understand that behind every woman There is a human Why are you alone at night When you could have me by your side When you could have everyone you like I Have 
I always seem to fall, always seem to fall in love with every other girl far too easily. Seems like every other day another part of my heart is broken. I always thought a girl with looks like yours didn't have any problems. But now I've come to understand that behind every woman there is a
I was just enjoying that talking to Greg and then uh, it was over and now we're on the air again. Imagine. <laughs> uh, so, so some of the great songs from this year or that last year, I suppose this past year, oh, I turned down the monitors. You don't hear the echo and there you go. Look at that. Uh, so that was Kyle Helm. I was recorded live here at Blunderbuss, actually not in this room downstairs when we were down in the tiny little room. Uh, that was leave me alone. Um, I think he had a different name for it actually and i ignored him and then i called it that instead 
Right. Because <laughs> that's a good thing to do, right? <laughs> Poor Kyle. Uh, and before that, you heard um, Indiana native Bobby Maroney with the song called Holding On. That was it with his band. He does some stuff by himself as well. Um, and then it started off that first three-song set with Human, a.k.a. Man's Lot from uh, the 150 Friends Club or, or Mr. David Goo. Uh, this is what I do the whole time. Craig's watching it. I just <laughs> mess with the microphone. I poke things. Uh, sometimes I just click click between tabs on my browser just for fun. I think sometimes I think I think I'm looking for things and I'm not. I just right. Looking, yeah. Like I feel like creative I should be ticks. doing something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're here at Blunderbuss in Bozeman, Montana, and uh, Claire is usually broadcasting from London. We'll still do the London gigs uh, at the top of the hour, uh, and I'll do the the. Of course, there's stuff going on here in Bozeman and the Gallatin Valley as well. Uh, we're here at the thejustinwainshow.com. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, that's where you can go. That's in the top left-hand corner. Uh, if you want to join us live, if you're listening to the podcast, you can do that in the top right-hand corner um, every Monday from noon uh, to yeah noon Pacific time, 1 p.m. Mountain time, which is where we are, 3 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Uh, British Standard Time and many other times as well. There's a great little link that if you click on it, you can see when it appears in your time zone or wherever your computer thinks you are. If you're using one of those creepy IP scatterer things, then it might be off. So people do that. Of course. Yeah. Like if you were watching Greenwich that. Mean. What time is it with that? <laughs> Eight. Greenwich Mean Time is usually British Standard Time, but British Standard Time move, they do the daylight savings thing as well. Of course, at different times, like it's usually an offset a week or two from America, just to screw with everything I'm trying to do here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always wondered about that. Thanks for clearing it up. Yeah. Sort of strange piece of trivia. Um, and we pod, yeah, we podcast it every Wednesday. You can subscribe to the podcast, the top left hand corner of the website. I already told you that. Um, we love our podcast listeners. And so every, every week we have a compliment just for you podcast listeners and Claire usually does it so I should do it although I haven't really thought of one yet so you might have to give me a couple more songs and I'll uh, figure it out uh, if you're a band and you want to submit to the show the justinwainshow.com forward slash submit music is where you would go there's a nice little thing there uh, I had a conversation with a couple people over the last few weeks about charging for submissions there are places that do that make you pay like a dollar or two dollars or something and uh, we're, I think we're just going to keep it free and on the website and just have to go through. We just go through tons of, you know, it's not all not not all music that is at that level is great. So <laughs> sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge, but we listen to everything. We respond to everybody. Um, sometimes it takes us a month or two. Uh, I think we're in I think we're a month behind right now or more, something like that. We're still going through stuff every week, but there's a lot of it. So thanks for sending stuff in. Um, and now would be where we would play the new, the, our favorite track of the week. Um, I'm actually going to play a song. I was just trying to figure, decide. So, um, Shamanade or Shamanade by the band, my baby is definitely going to be on our top 10 or top five albums of 2015. It's a brilliant album. You should go get it. If you like, if you want to hear what blues, the direction blues is headed, that's, this is the, definitely what they what they are my baby my baby was here.com 
I was trying to figure out what my favorite track was. I think this is it, although it was hard. It's like my children's. I cannot decide which of my children's is my favorite. They're all very good. So, um, but this is called Seeing Red. They're called My Baby. Uh, they toured with C6 Steve, and C6 Steve loved them. So that's that's an, a great endorsement because C6 Steve doesn't have to endorse anybody because he's C6 Steve. <laughs> it's great that he, you know. Yeah, yeah, he, like he, would, yeah. he would bring him out and play with him too, which right. is something that, you know, headline bands don't always do either. So awesome. Uh, but yeah, this is called Seeing Red. Uh, and this, once again, my baby. Favorite track of the week.
This is Sample Answer. This is the Justin Wayne Show. What's the story, yours? I'll live.
that there we go okay sorry hold on i should have just let the song play because that would have made more sense uh 
<laughs> and you wouldn't have even known that I didn't unmute the microphones. Anyway, uh, that was Manny Davis just then. Uh, she was on The Voice this year. She sort of graduated from the Justin Wayne show and moved on to bigger and better things. Although, I think, I'm not sure if, because she didn't win, so I'm not sure if they own her forever. Because like that's, I'm sure they have to sign like horrible contracts, right, when they do The Voice. Right. Something that sounds I would, like. Yeah, I would imagine so. You will never speak to anyone if we do not have. Mephistophelian aspect to that, <laughs> I, would, I would surmise. Right. And <laughs> any money you make from your records for the next five years, we get a portion of it or something. I'm sure that there's something horrible like that. Uh, anyway, so Maddie Davis, that song was called Cool Girl. She wrote, she writes her own music too. In fact, I think she's, she's a really good, good singer. She has a great voice. I think she's a better songwriter. Um, She's a really good songwriter. Just to just to like at least cool give tune. you give you an idea of how good of a songwriter she is. Uh, before that, you heard Wildfire from Keston Cobbler's Club. They've recently been signed to uh, Universal as well. I suppose these are just bands that won't be on the uh, Birthday Best because they've sort of graduated. And then, of course, we did start off with uh, what? I thought that I thought I was being attacked by the cat. He's like over there, like no, we're good. I'm just chilling in this chair. Okay. Uh, uh, started off with Seeing Red from uh, My Baby. MyBabyWasHere.com if you want to find out more about them. Shamanade is the album that's going to be, that will be on the birthday best. It's, it's probably that song as a single and their album because they're both brilliant. Uh, yeah, so um, I was just telling, I was, I sort of, I sort of yo-yoed you, didn't I, Greg? I was like, let's do, play music now. Oh, let's play music later. You're like, oh, okay. I'm cool. That's okay. <laughs> I'm cool. With, <laughs> I don't know that I ever have been yo-yoed before, but uh, it seemed to be okay with me. <laughs> it worked out. Right. Didn't hurt too bad. Yeah. Right. Worst things have happened. There's no marks. Yeah. Not, not going to leave a mark. I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to eat my lunch in front of you too. So that's another thing that uh, I've put on the list of asshole things I've done to you <laughs> since you've entered this studio today. I really appreciate you being here though. And we will talk to Greg, Greg Owens about, uh, the High Country Drama Podcast, and maybe about, I don't know, we can, I, I can tell stories about um, girls when I was a teenager, and you don't know Jack, and how you helped me, you know, through. Awesome, yeah, great. <laughs> Love to hear if that. If you've ever played the game, you don't know Jack, Greg was involved with it at one point, you were writing stuff for it. Correct, yeah. yeah. Writing and, were you like doing the actual sound I, editing I too? a lot, and I did a lot of um, um, sound editing, sound effects. Yeah. Recording um, voiceover things. Yeah. Cool. I started out as a writer there. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cookie. Who was the, who was the first? Cause the, cause you, did you, was Cookie on, num- on number three when you were there? Oh, sure. Yeah. Was he the yeah. guy? He was, cause there was uh, a different host for the first one. Yeah. Well, so Cookie. Was, okay. So the original one, uh, Nate Shapiro that's was right. the host of the original, you don't know Jack game. That's right. And Cookie was originally the, um, like stage manager character oh. would sort of usher you in and take your information. Okay. And, um, there's a whole saga behind the, you don't know Jack. So cookie graduated to nice. become a host in his own right. Sure. At some point. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure. Like I really liked the, you know, episode one or sure. volume one when right. it came out and right, then when right. volume two came out, we were like, who is this guy? Right. What's the deal? But it was fun. Anyway, it was we ended. You end up liking him more, but he's definitely more sardonic. Than there were that. different, yeah. There were different hosts and different <laughs> styles. Oh yeah, we used to sit in focus group testing for these oh, things. Wow. What do you like about this guy? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, 
A lot of work for those people who recorded that, actually. I can imagine. Yeah, thousands of It's so well done, though. Like The the games are so well done. It was a great experience to be a part of. And I started working there in 96, and all those people I worked with on the You Don't Know Jack thing are still my best friends, and I'm in touch with them. And, you know, it's a whole family. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. That's cool. Um, We'll talk more about that. (laughs) Probably too much about that later. You know, <laughs> uh, you will know Jack. That's right. We are done. Because <laughs> uh, wasn't were they going to do a TV show with with uh, there P- was PB Herman? There was a yeah, there, there was. was a TV show with Paul Rubens at, um, and it wasn't the Pee Wee Herman character. Oh, he which was, Mr. Rubens, I think, was kind of insistent about, oh. but um, he created this other persona for the TV show, oh, wow. which I believe his name was Troy Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they did, I think they did, um, I'm not sure. There are at least a half dozen episodes of okay. the TV show that did, um, oh. air in the early two thousands, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Late nineties. And now we just have that one guy from nine, nine doing million dollar, whatever the million dollar question show who was, it used, to be Regis? Regis, it used to be Regis. Now it's, uh, not Michael Strahan, the other guy that that really really beefy dude that's in. Oh, Brooklyn it's still Nine-Nine. on, right? Yeah, yeah. I see it at the gym, but I didn't realize it was still a thing. Yeah, yeah I worked with. Re- I didn't work with Regis per se, but I worked on the Regis. We did the uh-huh. um, at Jelly Vision, the company that produced. You don't know Jack. We also produced the. Remember these kids? CD-ROM game of Uh Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, wow. So I actually wrote a bunch of questions for that and did a whole lot of sound editing. Wow. You know, Regis Regis would have these phone calls with people in the game. So I did a lot of (laughs) editing. Uh Hello! You know, that's not a really good Regis impersonation that I just did there, but listened to his voice quite a bit actually oh, yeah. doing that and it, it, i have I, I was already living out in montana by that time working for jelly vision and wasn't in the studios when regis came in to do all the recording but i have friends who were there who have great regis stories he was awesome actually he was really, a really great dude oh, that's good yeah. he was really cool he signed uh, uh, uh my grandmother was ill and was in the hospital at the time and she was a big regis fan and he signed a picture for her oh. and you know things like that he's a cool guy nice yeah i got no beef with regis he sort of dropped off the face of the planet since he stopped doing that show and now it's michael strahan right it could be i don't know who that is (laughs) that he was a he used to play for the new york giants and now he's on that's football yeah okay (laughs) this is great (laughs) you're Um, the trivia guy too by the way (laughs) you worked on the trivia game show so I suppose you don't have the you don't have your research in front of you. I know trivia so. up to about like nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. So so when you come over, we have to bust out the brand new version of Trivial Pursuit. We don't want to use like the Genus Five or whatever. Because they have like decades, don't they? Like if you go to an old Trivial Pursuit game, the questions are super hard because they're like from the seventies trivia. Right. See I, I could that'd be it for me. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're saying you want to you want to pick the ones that I don't know is what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's the competitive yeah. side of your personality. <laughs> oh yeah, showing through here. I get it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not so that weird. we will accommodate the guest. <laughs> no. Oh no, <laughs> but let's pummel him at trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I see what it's we like at your house. <laughs> we have, well, you know, you're on your home turf, right? You got to right, set it up. Because exactly. so. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that, like, you might not. 
you would might come over again to try and like have a rematch, but if you won, you'd be like, Oh, they were too easy. Forget it. I don't know. We're not going over there again, honey. I think when I saw the heads of previous <laughs> trivia combatants on spikes when I arrived <laughs> is when I would know that it was serious business. Uh, I suppose that's, we should probably do the uh, our free music feature this week. Uh, Claire, before she went away, she's in South Africa. Hello, Claire. I wish I knew how they say hello in South Africa. They probably have a really cool way of saying it too. Um, but uh, anyway... Um, what I downloaded it and then I lost it. It's over, probably over here, and then probably there. There it is. Okay. Anyway, so Julia and the Basement Tapes. We played them for the first time on the show a couple of weeks ago. I think we played a couple of theirs because they're great. Uh, but they have the latest uh, free music feature, which is called Rewind and Retake. And uh, we'll play that for you now. If you want to go download it for free, head on over to thejustinwayneshow dot com and click on the uh, free music feature. It's under blogs or you can find out in the, uh, the sidebar of the page. It'll be there for you too. And Claire does one every week. There's tons of them in there for the last couple of years. So if you want to go check them out and download them, some of them are gone because uh, bands are realize, oh no, I didn't want this to be free. And then they take it off there. So if you want to grab them before they're gone, I would recommend popping over there and uh, every Friday when Claire posts them so you can get them before they're Anyway, rewind and retake from Julia and the Basement Tapes. A little more blues, sort of rock blues for you here on the Justin Wayne Show. Or we'll play Nathaniel Rateliff. No, we'll play him later. Sorry, here's here it is.
Justin Wayne, Justin Wayne, Justin Wayne.
mystery. I left my hands to you, Lord. I left my hands to stand, trust your face, and seek your grace. I left my hands to you, Lord. I left my hands to see. All I want is mystery. You're walking two strides in front of while everyone else just stands. You always pick the ripest fruit and it always rots in your hands. Now, did you dig through the nest? Cause the comb has honey and the stinger's got stuck in your head. We could tweeze them out and let the swelling go down, but it's probably too late for that. They was mocking every single note They was filling the space that we left And you don't have to be too bright to see That it's too cold here to dance I want it easy I want it easy Don't you draw me a map to nowhere Well, if you know as much as you said Maybe it's a hoax, it ain't that funny Like the time you burned off all your hair Well, you can heal from the scars And if it still leaves you mired Well, at least you're an honest man Well, at least you got something left I want it easy I want it easy I want it easy I want to be a marvelous time And all my time is spent on 
With someone you cannot tell you And I almost forgot myself And all it ain't and all it is Is colliding with nothing else I want it easy I want it easy I want it easy I want it easy Indeed, some great stuff just then. That's that's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm actually wearing the T-shirt right now. See? Uh, Greg's here. He can, he can vouch. Nathaniel Rayliff. See? Spice Girls. That's oh, no, sorry. <laughs> the theater of the mind. <laughs> the trash bin of the mind. That's what radio is. Anyway, Nathaniel Rayliff just then. It's called Easy. He's got a great, uh, if you like some soul business, like you can picture him singing uh, sort of, Soul R&B stuff. It's Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. They're out of Colorado, Denver, I believe. They're out of uh, some great stuff. It's one of the songs called Son of a Bitch. It's great. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Time by Navina. And uh, Navina is in our top 10 this month. She's actually... A, there's been nine voters this month at the top 10, so it's t- super tiny. If you're listening to the podcast, head on over to thejustinwainshow.com forward slash top 10 and vote you and four friends can change the course of this month's top 10, which does not happen all the time. Usually, I mean, last month we had uh, 800 voters or something. So this is kind of a weird month. Maybe I need to do some tweeting and Facebook posting about it. Anyway, uh, I'll do that today. Write myself a note. Top 10. I, can, I can't do that now because you're watch, sitting here watching me like, Justin, you're not actually writing yourself a note. <laughs> I can't just fake it. Um, I feel like I could. You probably wouldn't tell on me, would you? You'd be no, like, oh, Spice Girls. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we started off, of course, with our free music feature, Rewind and Retake from Julia and the Basement Tapes. That was a great track. Sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know, Jimi Hendrixy almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fun stuff. Um, it's time now for our free... No, it's not time for our free music feature. I was going to say it's time for our uh, top 10, but we already played a top 10 song. But I'm going to play another one. Anyway, if you want to, if you want to vote as well... Head on over to thejustinwainshow.com forward slash top 10. Uh, this month's top 10 includes stuff from Adam Cleaver or songs from Adam Cleaver, The Red Phone, Nights, Dancing Years, uh, Firewood Island, Navina, who you've already heard, Roaming Herds of Buffalo, I have a brand new track out that's in there. Uh, the Ramsico Maki Maki Rocking Horse, have another EP out, or have a new EP out too. One of theirs is in here. Jenna Bell, and then this song you're going to hear now, which is at the bottom somehow. Uh, it's a great track. It's called Honey Pie, and this is Charlie and the Rays. And we'll be back with uh, the gig guy here in just a sec. Well, three minutes and so. Four, so.
You know what that means? It means it's time for the gig guide here in the Justin Wayne Show. We do uh, we do some gigs from in and around the world. We link two of the coolest places in the world together. Uh, Bozeman, Montana, the Gallatin Valley, and London, England, and the sort of surrounding areas of that. Uh, big thanks to both Tim of Blang Records for doing the London gigs for us, uh, for writing them up, and then also thanks to uh, Bozeman Magazine for letting us use their stuff. Brian Brian Ripple, one of the, the editor, was on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was like, yep, use it up. It's great. Thanks. It's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, so happening in London, Claire's not here, so I'll do the London ones. Um, tonight at the Boogaloo, it's the Blue Monday with special guests Jules and M's, uh, Imogene Davies, Ruth Theodore, Malin Anderson, and Stella Angelica. That starts at 7, which is already probably over, or probably not quite over yet. I'm sure they'll go till late. So you want to pop on down there now. Um, oh, this is like in reverse order. I must have clicked on the wrong one. Bear with me for a moment here. Um, I just clicked on the wrong link. Tim sent me two links. I picked the wrong one. Uh, it's, he was being thorough. That's really not his fault. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Uh, so on Tuesday, the In Evil Hour is at the Underworld. It's supporting Ignite and Dead Neck. A band, it must band must be In Evil Hour. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. Um, other gigs today. A Wednesday coming up on Wednesday. What's cooking upstairs at the Light and Stone X Servicemen's Club? Uh, Evie Landon and Keith Terry, who's from the United States, and the Twisty Turns. That's a good. Na- that's a good name for a band. Uh, the Tall Poppies uh, have their single launch party uh, for their album or their single "Cat Got Your Tongue." That's at Servant Jazz Quarters. That's in Dalston. Um, Bark presents Periscope View. That's the Photographs EP launch. The Periscope View is the band. There we go. And that's it's at Proud Camden. Uh, and then Starry Starry Nights at the Star by Hackney Downs. Um, playing that, playing tonight, or playing on Wednesday is Lu- Sarah Lucy Dole, Kurtu, Ben Peak, and Janos. I'm going to go with Janos instead of Janos. Uh, sorry, it's spelled with a J. This Thursday is a Discovery 2 showcase. Billy Bibby and, the, and his full band at this time. Uh, Spark in the Sail, Spark the Sail, Anna Pencaldi, and Keed will be playing uh, a track from each of those artists because that's one of the the gig gut nights that we support. We'll be doing that a little bit later in the show. That's at the 229 venue, Great Portland Street in London. Head on down there. It's always a good time. Seven pounds ahead of time, 10 pounds on the door. Uh, Billy Bibby's band is called The Rye Smiles, who are, or he is, used to be in the mem- in um, Catfish in the Bottleman. Did you know, do you know them? I don't know them. Uh Greg shook his head no, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> That's good for radio. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a cool name, though. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Spark the Sailor from Bristol, Anna Pancaldi, who is number six in the iTunes singer-songwriter chart in 2015 because she's brilliant. She's going to be coming to the United States as well, P.S. And then, uh, of course, our Alex, uh, DJ Alex KW is going to be spinning some tracks in between the bands as well. Um, let's see other gigs on Wednesday or Thursday, uh, echo wants her voice back or at the century club with Jesse Gamgee and posters, Leo stone and, and in hoodies, Beth Rowley. Oh, she's awesome. Go see her at Scala. Uh, that's, she's supporting mama's gun. That's on 
on Thursday if you don't go to the Discovery 2 gig, of course. On Friday, Healthy Junkies are at the George Tavern in Milan supporting Dead Cuts with very special guests. Maybe I should just call my band Very Special Guests. That'd be kind of cool. And then be like, who is it? That's the band. Great. Works for all (laughs) occasions. And we'll, joining us will be very special guests. Yeah, I don't know. It's never that, a lie, right? Just so that, it's sort of like when you print professional on something. Like this is a professional microphone. I'm like, do you have to? Why do you have to say that? Like, should we just know that it's professional? Or right. <laughs> uh, like, like we're very special. Right? People make this microphone as a hobby. It's really so. <laughs> uh, on also on Friday, Miri's at Betsy Trotwood. Thinwire Fence or at the Cellar Bar in Bournemouth with Clockwork Carousel. Uh, on Saturday, Danny and the Champions of the World are at the Windmill in Brixton uh, for Independent Venue Week. So this must be Independent Venue Week this week. That's cool. Uh, Luce, Jeb Loy Nichols, Joanna Surratt, Simon Stanley Ward, and the Shadows of a Doubt are also playing at that gig at the Windmill in Brixton. Good venue. Go there. Um, uh, through venues on Saturday, daylight music is at union chapel. That's in Islington with the wave pictures, the leaf library and citizen Helen. This is one of the great things about London is that when they have a show, like millions of bands play all in the same show. So you don't necessarily go to one band, see them play. You see four bands play and it's, uh, that's always a good night and they go late. I is, I was going to, we asked Claire this a while ago in at some point in November, they had this big thing about going 24 hours on the tube, and I don't know if they were going to or not. Because that was the thing about London, is that if you were in London and you wanted to get home on the tube, you had to leave the, the venue at like 11.45, otherwise you weren't going to get the last tube home. You have to take the night bus, which is, have you taken a night bus in London before? I have not, but I just had this same conversation with a friend of ours who was visiting from East London the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, so I feel like I'm right in the middle of this whole <laughs> dilemma because it keeps coming up yeah. in my life. I should travel there. And Did your friend say that they've started doing the 24-hour tube, or is it not I, Sadly, yet? I neglected to you know nail down uh, the pertinent information there, but something about the tube and a bus. Yeah. Yeah. The night buses. So, like, did you see Harry Potter? You know, the night... I have never seen Harry Potter. The night buses with a K, and it was like a... It was like this goofy thing, but it was totally like, that's what it's like. They, they mm-hmm. sort of weave through the streets really fast mm-hmm. and they go between cars and like the bus, you know, squenches to get through things. That mm-hmm. just doesn't actually right. happen, but. Oh, it doesn't? Not in Harry Potter. It does oh. in real life. I mean, it feels like that because you've had way too much to drink <laughs> and you're on this bus right. because, you know, you couldn't be bothered to leave when you right. to get the tube. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, any rate, what else is happening on Sunday in London? Come down to meet the folks is at the apple tree in King's cross, Jason McNiff and the Lone Malones plus legends of country, country music in England. There you go. It happens. Um, the dreaming spires are at Bullingdon in Oxford with Lewis and Lee. That's part of, that's another one. It's part of independent venue week. Um, and then Gramercy park is, uh, in at Milo that's up in Leeds. That's not in London. Uh, so one of the things to mention about independent venue week, it's kind of a big deal this year because there have been a lot of venues in London specifically, but also in other cities in the world because of the sort of, sort of reverse. I mean, although the beginning of the year would be a little bit different if you watch in the stock market, but like, you know, generally we're out of the recession now. It's kind of a thing that people have accepted that we're out of the recession. Things are growing again. So people are building again. 
and people are building close to venues, specifically in London. So there have been a lot of venues that have been shut down because they build flats of people that live there right. very close to the venue. And then the people are like, why is it so loud right. at two o'clock in the morning? Uh, but you bought a house. It's like buying a house above a bar almost. It's like, right. Well, right. maybe you should have thought about that before you bought this flat. But because of the way that the, um, the local authorities have been handling it, it's they've been shutting down these bars. So one of the places that discovery two was at, which was the triple a in, uh, in Kensington, that's gone because they built luxury flats around it and they all complained. Ah. So there's been a lot of that happening and it's kind of worrisome, which is right. so that, so independent venues are dwindling, especially in London. And I know it's the same thing has been happening in New York and there was another city that I, someone was talking to me about that it was the same thing was happening. Like some of their favorite venues had gone. Right. So support uh, your local independent music venues. An old story, unfortunately, but that's a drag. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it happens quite a, quite a bit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, putting on a show, putting on a venue or having a venue that you're bringing in music is tough. It is a hard, right. hard slog. And anyone that can do it well, uh, should be applauded. I mean, yeah. here, know, here it's a, it's so tough, but it's important. And it, people love going to, I mean, I love going to music shows and so many people do. So, um, it's good to support these local music venues, especially. So we have some great ones in town now and there, there's more of them than there ever have been. And yeah, that's for it's sure. Great. It's great. Yeah. Bozeman has been become a really cool place to be. So anyway, that's the gig guide uh, for London. I'll quickly go through. I just realized I spent a lot of time on the, uh, the London one. I'll do the, uh, Bozeman one here as well. Um, let's see, let's go down to Monday. Oh, we started on Saturday for some reason. There we go. Um, is there anything, are there any gigs in that looks like now? Um, I'll start on Wednesday. So music and muscles this Wednesday. I'll tell you who's going to show up there in just a sec. Picking in the parks or at the story mansion. Uh, chamber music festival is at Reynolds recital hall in, on the campus of MSU. They're doing their 2016 winter concert. That's Wednesday at 7.30. Um, Montanans for Bernie are holding their uh, another fundraiser with Milton Manasco and the big fiasco. Uh, the Iowa caucuses are next week, I believe. Yeah. The last weekend. Last, this is the last week of January, but this, I think they happen next week. So, Right. It's earlier than it used to be, right? They moved it up or something. Yeah, which is sucky. Yeah. <laughs> how long do we have to deal with this it's, it seems like it's already gone on for too long maybe just because of Trump this year just pissing me off <laughs> like, how can the, how can I make this campaign worse I know Sarah Palin <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> well I think Sarah Palin singing a duet with Ted Nugent might have done it actually that would have that's the you know I wouldn't be surprised if that happened could I, it, I mean it, it would be horrible if it did in a way, <laughs> but also kind of in that sort of, you can't look away. Well, what did Trump, you know, the other day Trump said I could shoot someone in the street. Right. And I would still not lose poll numbers. Like what is wrong with you? We have a gun issue and you're talking about shooting people in the street because you think you can talk about getting away with, with suffering no consequences oh, for shooting someone in the street, right. which is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. You're a terrorist. Go away. Sorry. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Like I don't I don't have anything like 
like sp- specifically against the Republican Party per se. I just I just find it really frustrating that Trump has sort of made a, made this huge mockery of our of our electoral system, and that people are actually on board with his campaign frightens me a little bit. That there's and it seems like there's a lot of people <laughs> that are that are on board, and I don't really know what to think of that. Um, <sighs> yeah, well, you do probably know what to think of it. You just it's not a thing that you want to think. Like, what is our world coming to? Is that what I'm supposed to? Right. Do? Yeah. I don't know. It's go see it's some independent scary. music. Yeah, that's the that's the answer. <laughs> just to that. Someone was. I was talking to someone. They're like, I don't think about it anymore. I don't vote. I unplug from it. I enjoy my life. I enjoy my ignorance. And that was his answer. And I, you know, like partially I was upset by that. Right. But another part of me is like, you know, that would be nice. Right. That would be nice. Well, there's a self-preservationist aspect. Well, you, yeah, yeah. If, if you get really upset about this stuff and get really obsessed about it, then you would want him just to try and ignore it if you could. Right. I, yes, I think you can, I think you can selectively ignore it and not and choose not to be bothered by it, but you don't, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that you don't vote, you don't participate, you don't, you know, that you're not, that you that you don't act in some way, you sure. know, cause, um, I, I, that's what I strive for myself anyway, hmm. just to tune as much of the nonsense out as possible. Sure. Anyway, his fundraiser, Bernie, Bernie Sanders fundraiser, Thursday, the 28th of January, Milton asking the big fiasco. That's at the filling station from 8 PM to 2 AM. Cause you would stay out that late on a th- people stay out that late on a Thursday. I don't know. I've just gotten too old for that sort of thing, <laughs> which makes me feel bad. Like I should, cause I'm all into this music stuff. Oh, and so on Wednesday, Bridger Brewing uh, Music and Muscles has Walcrick, who are great. They he, they opened for Martin Sexton when he was here. Oh, cool. And uh, Martin Sexton, one of my favorite artists. Um, James Salestrom is at Norris Hot Springs on Friday. Also on Friday, The Bent Bones are releasing a, their CD. Ooh, that would be good to see. I might have to go to that. Have you seen The Bent Bones? I have not, no. They're good. Yeah. I believe they're... Uh, this been, the Bent Bones are the ones that do have the... Uh, they're kind of like Rage Against the Machine. They're kind of like a kind of like Rage Against the Machine, the Red Hot Chili Pepper, somewhere in that area. Right. Yeah. They're fun. Um, I have to say we could we should play some of theirs, but I don't think we have anything to play of them of theirs. So Milton Manasco is heading out to Chico Hot Springs this weekend too, and is playing Chico Hot Springs on Friday. I imagine Saturday as well. Um, Little Jane and the Pistol Whips are at the Sacagawea Bar in Three Forks. Can be is that how you say this? Or Quenby, ooh, and knock, knock over your glass. Of water. Um, yeah, Quenby in the west, yeah, west of Wayland Bay. Uh, they're at the, the Eagles cool Lodge. Name. Yeah, they're at, so they're at, they're at, they're at the Eagles Lodge in Bozeman on Friday. So go down and ask them. Yeah, yeah. There you go. John Wayne and the Pain. They were awesome at uh, uh, at Moods in the Madison, and they have a great name, John Wayne that, and the Pain. That's, that's awesome. a good name. Yeah, and Satsang. So that'll be a great show. That's at the filling station on Friday as well. Um. Tevin Appadale is at Norris Hot Springs on Saturday. Also on Saturday, as I said, Milton Manasco is at Chico Hot Springs. Stone House is at Sacagawea Bar in Three Forks. John Adam Smith Band and Tomorrow's Today are at the Filling Station. Uh, and then Sunday, Norris Hot Springs has Tom Catmull, who I might have to go see. I met I met him and interviewed him once when in Pendleton, why? Pendleton, Oregon. Uh, and he was one of my first interviews I did for my other, my FM independent music radio show that I did 
that was uh um that was called I don't remember what it was called. There's a thing over there. There it is. The weekend. That's what it was called. It's about the weekend. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Uh, and that, but yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, of course, we're back here live on Monday and we'll do more gigs for you as well. Let's jump back into some more tune, another tune, and then we'll get into, uh, Greg's tunes after that. Um, if I, I need to pick one though, I suppose, don't I, we could do something from something I would have played on. Uh, although this is not something I would have played on. This is something in here that are in the wrong place. Let's play something from Shook Twins. I haven't played something from them recently. Um, I'm going to play a song called Shake from them. They uh, they played the Ant- Red Ants Pants Festival. They were at uh, they came to the venue I worked at uh, in Walla Walla. They're super fantastic. They are actually twins, and their name the last name is Shook. So Shook Twins. That wasn't a very very clever thoughtful name, but they're yeah. they're no, fantastic. They're cool. Have you seen them before? Not seen them, but I'm familiar with their music. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah. Super fun to see live too. They're uh, they're pretty wild, and they are identical twins. So there you go. Dig it. <laughs> Here they are right now. It's called Shake Shook Twins on the Justin Wayne Show.
That song just there. Whoa, there we go. Let's turn those down. Okay, that's Avery. That's better anyway. Yeah. So that was Merman by the West Sylvanians. Before that, you heard Shook Twins with Shake. And um, then we did the gig guide recently. If you want to head back, if you want to see any of the links to any of the artists we've played today on the show, you can head over to the Justin Wayne Show and subscribe to the podcast, or you can just stop by on Wednesday when you see episode three two two in there. And you'll have we'll have a link to every single artist we played, and you'll you'll know titles, song titles, and other things as well. And we'll have a link to the high country podcast, but, uh, awesome. Um, but the West Sylvania's is the first song that Greg has brought us. Greg Owens. Yeah. Of high country drama.com. High country podcast, high country drama podcast. I think I said it wrong like a few times when we were doing, (laughs) doing those. I just think if you say enough things (laughs) that some of the words will be correct. (laughs) That's all that really matters. Right. Right. That's sort of what politicians do. All kinds of things that happen between your mouth and the ears that deconstruct it anyway. So just keep saying words. That's my (laughs) philosophy. Personally, as long as I sound confident. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. 
I've told students that before, you know, like sounding like you know and believe what you're saying is really so much more important than whatever it is that you're saying. Right. You know, which and, is, and if you're saying something worthwhile too, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. ideally. Yeah. What is it like only 40% of what you say people actually hear? It's the, the way you say the bo- it. Yeah. The nonverbal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's totally huge. Yeah. Except when you're listening to the radio, then right. the words might take on yeah. a greater significance. That's a good point. Yeah. Although we, my wife and I have this conversation, like we listen to a song and I won't always listen to the words first. Right. That's me too. I listen to other things. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie's like, did you hear what they said? But then she listens to really horrible hip hop sometimes. And like they, some of the words in those songs are like awful. Like talking about not rape exactly, but like pretty close, you know, objectifying women, you know, smoking lots of pot and doing other drugs and things. Right. And yeah. Which I enjoy sometimes, but I'm like, but this is, and you're all about this song, but, but they're being serious. I'm like, so the hip hop aren't being serious? I don't know. Yeah. Like Kanye is always very serious, right? You know, I don't really, <laughs> I know the first Kanye album, which I own and yeah. I quite like. Yeah. And then I don't really watch TV or tune into that much media. So I, I hear people say, oh, Kanye, like this thing where they were doing the petition Sign the petition right. to keep Kanye from doing the David Bowie. I was like, that just sounded ludicrous to me. Yeah. Like, why do I care? You That's know? true. I don't know. Sometimes. But, you know, I, I The like estate of David Bowie would be making quite a bit of money if Kanye did a... Well, and who's to right? say that he won't be, you know, may, I don't know. I'm waiting for him like, to come back from the dead, basically. That's what I'm... Because right. he's that kind of guy. Sure. Like, even more than, like, Elvis, I think. I don't know. I don't, although, you know, he may be hanging with Elvis right now. Yeah, so why would true. he come back and get involve himself in no. <laughs> our matters here? Sure. <laughs> You're the matters. I, I'm, I'm impressed that he involved himself at all because he was, Bowie was so, I don't know, he was just so out there, but I'm, yet so very good at then tailoring his whatever he was doing for other humans to then you, you go out. back and you li- listen to some of the albums. I, you know, I've been a David Bowie. I was a David Bowie fan from about age four and I saw <laughs> sure. him and, and I saw him on the old midnight special TV show and he was like on the diamond dogs stuff. And mm-hmm. just really, and you really listen to a lot of the music and you, and particularly with the visual aspect of it. And it's, it's always, it's kind of amazing that he was always as much in the mainstream as he, as he was because he was quite, um, uh, you know, uh, a true artist, I think, and always looking for the new horizons and um, not, it, did, it didn't seem like a lot of his stuff was just created to appeal to the mainstream moment. No. And that's something that I always really, I got to see him live one time um, back in 1990. Right. And he was doing the, like the kind of the greatest hits tour. And sure. Adrian Ballou was playing with him and huh. he was just incredible. Yeah, it was, I really was, that was a loss. You know, I've been yeah. amazed that, I've had conversations about David Bowie over the last couple of weeks with music fans, you know, from their early twenties to like early seventies and the, the range of people that he influenced has been pretty impressive. I just talked to my college roommate, Chuck Dunn. Um, and, uh, we had a big conversation about Bowie the other day. Um, it's definitely something that he he made a mark on people. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great stuff. And he was like, I mean, he would go hang out with, all these like Iggy, him and Iggy Pop wrote music together. Like he would write music with other people, which I think is kind of 
it's it's cool and it's I, I don't know it's a, it's a thing that's done less these days like I've been involved with some musicians that didn't ever want to write a song with you in the room because then you would be right they would be worried about you taking credit for it and like I, I don't know like it, yeah I don't think he was ever worried about that he was just worried about making music well, making good music there's right yeah th- I think so you know and the stuff he did with Eno the Berlin albums are still my favorites and um, there's a possibly apocryphal story about uh, the song, the Bowie song "Fame." Mm-hmm. You know, um, apparently the story goes at least that John Lennon was sitting in the room and they were they had this rift. You know, ding, 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 and uh. Lennon apparently um, came up with the word "aim" and started singing "aim," and based on that alone, you know, I don't know if he got songwriter credit but you know bowie sure. acknowledged his contribution or whatever and it's kind of the opposite of what you're talking about right basically yeah the no he was a i think he was a true artist well and, and then i think one of my like under pressure him and uh freddie oh, mercury yeah. that's one of my and they both they have different versions of it on their their respective albums so they released like pretty close to each other right right which was super cool and right di- like that wouldn't happen now I mean, it should, but right. Uh, maybe in our world, maybe in the independent music world, it still can. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he just kept. I listened to the I, the uh, the week when I went and learned that he died. I, I, you know, I, I think I own all of his albums from about 1970 up through the early 80s or something, and then not all of them after that. But I listened to a lot of the records and just to hear the progression. And then I I got the new album, the Black Star which I think is incredible. Mm. And I listened to that several times and he just continued to grow and he wasn't just doing the same thing. And, no, you know, he was never doing the same thing. The, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the influences, you know, with all the, like the jazz stuff, you know, sure. you realize how, how much jazz there is in a lot of his stuff with the, like the saxophone is kind of persistent yeah. throughout mm-hmm. all of his, yeah, he was great. Yeah. Great. And great albums in the, in like the classic sense of like, this album has a feel and a tone to it and the songs all, you know, even if it's not a concept album, it, it relates. And the, the feel of uh, Ziggy Stardust is, is a different thing from young Americans or from honky dory. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's great. Well, I didn't realize as well. I was listening to an interview that he did earlier in his career. He, he didn't go on stages himself for years. Like right. in the beginning, he was never himself on stage. He was always a character. Yeah, and he was saying he just enjoyed writing in character. He enjoyed being in character on stage and providing that for the audience. You know, instead of just like, oh, I'll, I'm going to come out and we'll do this, you know, tug and cheek thing. Like he just went for it. And mm-hmm. he that, then I watched an interview did later, and he was talking about like, well, I was on so much cocaine at the time, right? No, <laughs> I didn't really know who I was, right. and so. There are those David stars. <laughs> <laughs> so, was, uh, which I guess is what happened with Under Pressure. Like him and him and Freddie Mercury went into a room with uh, with some cocaine, and two days later they came out with Under Pressure, and they right. recorded a bunch of stuff. But that was one of the cool things. Like I, I enjoy listening to. They've released a lot of those. Just like they just cut everything else out, and you listen the to the isolated vocal, the vocal track. Yeah, I always think that's interesting. Yeah, because it it uh, you know especially now with auto tune like. You can hear them. They're not quite on pitch, maybe, and they're a little bit off, and mm-hmm. they didn't quite hit the the beat. But it, but you know, like, uh, what is it? Keith Richards said, you, "You have to make all the right mistakes." And I, you know, 
Right. It's fun to hear them when they're I like that because you sort of yeah. everything washes over and you just don't sort of hear that stuff. But I don't know if you heard the thing that came out of maybe a couple of years ago that's the Queen Live at the Rainbow double album reco- oh, recording. No. And there's a show from 74 that it just was released. And, uh, um, you know, so it's before, uh, I think maybe only the first album had been released, maybe Queen 2. Um, really early though. And okay. you just can hear on that recording how amazing those guys were live. Sure. And, and Freddie Mercury, I think is one of the greatest oh, yeah. vocalists, you know, rock vocalists yeah. ever and could just actually walk into a room and do it, uh-huh. you know? Well, and I had, I used to listen to live magic, which is a, I think it was from later, like 83 or I don't know when, I can't remember when he died, but it was from 92. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if, if I said 84, that wouldn't be weird. Good. I think it was 84 that live magic was recorded and I believe it was recorded at Wembley. Oh yeah. Or some big stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he couldn't, I think he was so far, far enough along in his illness that he couldn't sing the high notes very well anymore. Mm-hmm. So then they, they like, they, they sort of, they cut, Bohemian Rhapsody in half, like they didn't do the middle part at all. Yikes. Like, <laughs> like there was stuff that I was, you know, like wow. But it's kind of a part of history in a way, right, like that right. he was. That must have been later than '84. Yeah, because he performed at Live Aid '85. Oh, okay, they were astounding. I don't know. I could probably, yeah. I sh- I could look at, I could look this up. Yeah. <laughs> no, great. You know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, now I'm curious. Do I? '86. Okay. Okay. A little bit later, and maybe it wasn't because of his illness, but it just it, there was definitely like there was things missing. Mm. Uh, yeah, the opera section was removed from Bohemian Rhapsody. The second verse was removed. Uh, it was heavy. It was edited, so I guess maybe they were in an actual live pr- production. But part of it was because he wasn't he wasn't singing. Uh, he he wasn't singing the high notes a lot mm. at all. And yeah, I think he was. I don't know why exactly. I guess I thought it, I was assuming it was because he was ill, but maybe that, maybe not. We yeah, even says like there's lots of disappointment. Anyway, I can't imagine cutting <laughs> sections out of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, if I can dig it up, I'll lend it to you, and you can listen to it. It's kind of shocking. Yeah. I imagine it would be yes. <laughs> oh, Randy says he saw him in 1980, and he wasn't hitting the high notes then. So, I mean, I guess. Uh, maybe sometimes he was and sometimes he wasn't, but mm. I wonder if they cut it out because it was so awful or something like they just didn't want, they didn't want Mine the record. Well, oh, you know, in my memory, this had never happened before, but it could be that my memory is failing me. I remember seeing them mm-hmm. on television for the live aid event and then had a memory of them being great, but that sure. could have been just because I was, you know, a kid. And Well, but still like seeing them live, I think would be different than listening to it, listening to a live. No, this was live. Online. This was live. On, sure. This was Bob Geldof's live. Age, yeah. Yeah. You know, so but, but what I mean is like, I think it would be, it would still be really compelling if you were seeing him actually yeah. seeing him do it, you know, right. cause I'm sure. Yeah. I never such an amazing that performer. Band, and, uh, that was, that's one of my, I mean, I was, I was like, I was born in 83, so I wasn't going to actually see him live ever. If I was, or remember it because I would have right. been like seven or eight. Anyway, we should play some more songs. So, so the Mermen, uh, the Westylvanians. So, how do you know? Do you know these guys? Is this one? I know one you, of the yeah. So my friend Joel Husinitz, um, who actually I worked with him on "You Don't Know Jack," which we were discussing earlier, and uh, that's Joel's band. And um, 
the Westylvanians, and they I think this is their third release. The, the track Merman that we heard is from their album, their new album that um, gets released this week. Okay. Um, and I'm spacing on the title of it. It's something. The time time between, between the times. Time between the times. Yeah. So um, those are some guys I think that are from. Uh, Joel lives in Columbus, Ohio, and I think some of the they've been playing together, making recordings as a band since uh, the late '80s, and uh, they all live in I think some in the Pittsburgh area, different places, yeah. and so. Um, but uh, yeah, that's Joel's band, the Westylvanians. Did you say they were on Bandcamp? Mm, yeah, it's. A, um, I think if you just do Westylvanians dot com, they're also a part of it. Okay, the website's TwoLickRecordings.com. dot oh. Find them and some other nice. Folks associated with them, yeah, cool. Good sound. I, you know, I, I told Joe. I said I think that we, we knew each other in Chicago and worked together with you don't know Jack. And I, I think that we didn't go to college together, but we were obviously listening to a lot of the same bands because <laughs> we liked a lot of the same kind of music. Sure, yeah, it's cool stuff. Uh, we're gonna play some more. Uh, Greg brought, and uh, what do you want to play next? These um, are these are the ones that you picked well, before. Yeah, let's, um, this uh, band is called Sea at Last, and it's S E A, like the ocean. Um, and uh, this is a, a duo, actually. Um, the guy's name is Cohen, and Tori Elena is actually from Bozeman, Montana, oh, originally, nice. um, and is a um, percussionist. She does some singing and I think some ukulele playing with this group, but. Um, my friend Greg Keeler and I used to do some acoustic shows um, about 10 years ago around the state, different places. And Tori was Greg's neighbor and <laughs> sat in with us on percussion for a few gigs uh, oh, when cool. she was like 16 years old. Yeah. So she was kind of a prodigy. And these guys have a really great sound. I saw them at the filling station here in Bozeman when they were coming through a few years ago. And so this is actually the title track of their new album called Atlas. Um, and uh, see it last.
We just that actually goes along with what we were talking about earlier, doesn't it, Greg? To act is not to act, or to not not to not to not to act, not to act is, is to act. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. Ranges. Yeah, and they're from. They are based here. Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. I think their studio is actually out in Amster- Churchill. Yeah, Churchill. It's Church- called the Low Country. That's right, Churchill, Amsterdam. Yeah, it's with the same suburban place. Bozeman. Yeah. <laughs> They, I suppose they that's love her. that. I'm Dude, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lovely place. Have you been there before? To the studio? Uh, just I've been. I haven't been to the studio. They haven't invited me in. Oh, can I come to your studio, guys? <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, I haven't been to the studio either. So what's up? But um, yeah, the area is beautiful. <laughs> really. well, we I took just... my dad there when he was visiting a couple summers ago. Yeah. That was his favorite part of the Montana trip was going over there. Have you been to the the Dutch thing they do? They do like a Dutch thing at their, at the, I think at, what's the school called? Manhattan Christian? I think because yeah. cause it's a Dutch, obviously it's called Amsterdam, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. But they do, uh, they, the day or a weekend, and they have like this huge Dutch feed where you can go have their potatoes. Oh, that sounds amazing. I haven't done everything. that. Yeah. I can't remember when it is. I think it's, it must be some Dutch holiday, but it's right. great. You know, yeah. Well, well, maybe we'll have to go. I got to dial that in. Yeah. <laughs> Food? Yes, I'll be there. Yeah, right, exactly. And it's it's yeah. like it feel when we went, it felt like I went back into my childhood, like at a because my grandparents lived in small towns like that, and they would do things like that would happen in the entire town where the entire town turns out, you know, to, right, right, to hang out and uh, and to you know have other people in from the community, small town fairs, and right. That's kind of how it felt, like it was like you're going back in time a little bit, so. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's one of the best things about this area, I think, is it's kind of easy to go back in time mm-hmm. or feel that way. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Absolutely. Um, that was off their album Bonhoeffer, and uh, it says the genre is ambient. I don't know. They're kind of rocky, aren't they? So yeah, you- that's one of, one of the... I really like groups when I f- can't figure out what to call them. Yeah. Do you know? And... Um, those guys are, you know, I guess you could cop out and say instrumental. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got. I like. I just like the sound of that. Those guys get. They're kind of experiential too, because they've done these things at the at the planetarium where. Yeah. Ne- neither of us have been because they always sell out in like five seconds. Exactly. Right? It's right near your house, though. You could, like, I could have walk like a, there in like five minutes. You have like a yeah. pre or post party at, I know. at Greg's house. I could. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> we'll do that. There you go. Yeah, they do a lot of multimedia things. I know they're yeah. working with some. They did when had something going on with the art walk. I remember last uh, summer. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking about. They mm-hmm. had they they played. They actually performed it. They don't usually perform this stuff. It's usually right. it's recording. It's cool. I like yeah. the fact that they are sort of, you know, creating their own definition of what it means to be a band. Yeah, yeah, and the sounds I I put it on all the time. Actually, I really like the sound of it. Yeah, they're becoming kind of like local local legends maybe certainly they're local celebrities now i think a little bit oh, at least cool. among at least among the the intelligentsia <laughs> the illuminati right i don't know <laughs> yeah it's true uh, at least i was gonna say at least among my friends which may or may not mean the intelligentsia probably not you know that could be <laughs> for you to decide that's <laughs> For you to know and me to find out, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah. And as Greg already told you, we played the title track from the album Atlas by the band See at Last, 
SEA at last. Uh, I would imagine that's that's probably just dot com. Like that's correct. Else? That's exactly right. C at last dot com. See like the ocean. Uh, and Atlas is right in there. A T. It's it? you know it's, it's working good. on a lot of levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, and the music video for Mighty Flood, which is another song that's on that album, I believe, right. is on their website too. Yep. So more Go. cool people doing good tunes. Indeed. That's the that's the best. Makes it a good world. Yeah. Like I we even play music from jerk hit, jerk faces that play good tunes, but we don't usually right. have them on the show, so I like to try and stay away from the jerk faces, even if they make good music. The jerk faces would be a good band name, however. <laughs> There's probably a few. I'm sure. Don't you think? Yeah. That's the problem anymore. Yeah. Is it more, a? There's so many more people that there. Every all the good ideas are right. being spontaneously generated, and b. You can crush your own dreams and find out within seconds with Google. Which then needs <laughs> That's to be true. Case, right? You don't have to hire you, a lawyer could, to do a to you, do a. You could self dilute in obscurity for years in the past, not knowing that there was another you know jerk faces band right a hundred miles away. Yeah, but now now you can Google it. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple more songs from you. I realized. Okay. Uh, that I do not have access to the Discovery 2 song. So at some point this week, I'll do an, a preview apart from this for Discovery 2. I'll get the get the songs from Alex. I know that Alex is um, indisposed today, so I was going to just like call her up and be like, hey, can you send over the music? But she's indisposed today uh, with some actually some sad business. So I hope uh, she's all right. Um, I know that she's all right, but I hope that she's emotionally all right with things that are going on. Um, that was really ambiguous. Sorry about that. But uh, we'll play more, a couple more from Greg, and then we'll uh, say goodbye uh, to everyone until next week. Um, but uh, this band is called. Are we gonna play pencil? Or are we gonna play something? Plus, yeah, Rasplorn. That would okay. that would be really awesome. Um, cool. If that's okay with you, yeah, let's do that. And then so, we'll, we'll uh, pop in and say goodbye, and then we'll play okay. that really short one. That yeah. So this is pencil with a song called Kaja. Okay. Do we have a, you say anything you about Yeah, well, so Pencil, is this is a little retro flashback kind of thing. Mm. Pencil, when I was in graduate school in Bloomington, Indiana, there was a great venue called Second Story, which was upstairs uh, above Bullwinkles, and we used to see kind of local, regional, national, mostly a punk venue at that time, heavier bands, and kind of a grungy space and, and just an awesome place to see that kind of music. And Pencil was a band, yikes, um, I think they were out of Indianapolis, but they might have been living in Bloomington at the time. But mm-hmm. they were definitely a regional phenomenon. They were always just tons of fun to go see live, my roommate. Uh, Terry Hornsby and I, Terry turned me on to them. I think he was friends with some of the guys in the band. But they're kind of uh, you know interesting, and I um, hadn't thought of them in years, and I stumbled across their CD recently. Mm. And uh, it was a nice little thing to realize that, uh, you know, one, I hadn't hallucinated the whole thing, and there actually was a band called Pencil. <laughs> uh, but this is off of their album Scantron. Cool. It's called Kaja. He already said that, but I'll say it again because that's what I do.
Well, somehow we managed to talk about everything but your podcast that's out, that's being released this week. Or maybe it's not out. It is out. It is. Well, it, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I think the first episode is going to launch today. Cool. Yeah. Good. Because you've you got the the sort of thesis, the, re- the sort of reasons why you've done the podcast. That's already up there. Yes. Yeah. 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 We posted our interview. I posted our interview. Should we be publicizing this? Or are you still just have it out there for your buds? <laughs> no, no, it's publicized. It's the okay. it's the pre-show it. interview and in the episode. So it's a highcountrydrama.com. It's the podcast is all original short plays by me recorded um, with people in Bozeman, Chicago, Twin Cities, Santa Fe. I, right. Just a little project that I started to have a new venue for getting my work out. Um, you know, DIY, um, podcasty, mm-hmm. theater, original experience. Well, it's not... I was I was explaining to someone else this weekend, and it's because it's not um, it's not radio theater. It's sort of it's not, first first no. reads of right. Yeah, it's more like a workshop type of thing where it's like here's this new script, and the actors sit down and they get into. It. So I'm not trying to, you know, have sound effects and mm-hmm. create this radio drama type of thing. It's it's much looser than that, and it's more about actors and words. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a jam, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And I like it. I'm excited about it. Thanks. I've been, I've helped out a little bit. You've helped I just out a answered ton. questions. I think yeah, I just no, answered questions. You're a miracle worker. <laughs> you've you've helped this Luddite launch a, a podcast. It's, oh. Yeah, you're the Ann Sullivan of podcasting. <laughs> this is what you're meant. This is how you're meant to communicate with the world. Then, then that we've shown you. I, it's a it's been a real breakthrough I mean, for that, me. That would yeah. be yeah. That would follow the the metaphor, it's, I think. Wouldn't it's it? a, yeah. Well, you know, I'm kind of always looking for new, you know, ways to question your assumptions. Is kind of one of my sure. mottos, and so I was interested. You know, in some ways, doing plays um, maybe on the internet's not the most intuitive thing because you're missing that face to face dimension. But I think the way that I'm talking, you know, because you can literally hear the pages, or you can, yeah, you're aware that it's live actors you're aware of that process of bringing the words from the page and making it into something in your imagination via the, you know, sure. the podcast. And so yeah. it's, it's been fun to work it out and put it up. So good. Yeah. It's a bold new step. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And I've been talking to people about it and people, everyone's like, Oh, that sounds cool. Good. Well, let's hope so. they're right. <laughs> Unless it's just what they say when I, say, it man, could be. When yeah. Yeah. When I, I get a lot things. of that. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. <laughs> Are you going to listen to it? No, but it sounds cool. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Asshole. Oh. But anyway, we'll we'll have you back on the show. You can come back anytime. I would and we'll to. talk more about that as it as it sort of continues, starts to go out. And, uh, awesome. Season one starts. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. Highcountrydrama.com High. is where you can find it. Right. If you want to go check it out now. There's on also the Facebook. On, on the Facebook of High Country Drama. There you go. Yeah. Cool. You can do that. Excellent. As you people should. Right. Right. And it's cool. You know, you won't have to like, you know, miss it. Like I'm always, Oh, that show happened. Yeah. And I wish I got there. Uh, but this is like, it's there. Yeah. You know, anytime and, you want. Right. It totally. Yeah. Sure. And then we'll be waiting for the next one. Like right now I'm waiting for, I've been listening to season two of serial and, uh, it's about that, uh, soldier who walked off the base right. Bergdahl. Yeah. And now they decided because they're trying to like elongate the season because they have more information. They're right. doing, they're releasing them every other week 
to sort of make yeah. it longer. Yeah. So I listened to the other one like right when it was released last week. I think it's on Thursdays. And now I have to wait another week. So it's not right. even going to come out this week. It's going to come out next week. I would, <sighs> I would love to create a fraction of that anticipation. Yeah. yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think you will. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, what I'm doing is perfect for like my slacker friends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, they could just totally and they're binge short, listen too. to I really it. like doing yeah. short form things. So they're, you know, they're the longest one is maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of perfect for, you know, for me, that's yeah. the kind of thing I would just like, Oh, I got to go do these things, but I'm not really ready to motivate and fulfill those life responsibilities quite yet today. So I'm going to listen to one of these plays on the high country <laughs> podcast. That's what it's designed for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it's 3am and I can't get back to sleep. Sure. So here I am. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. Are you excited? I am excited. Actually. You've been working on this for a while, but you know, having the idea for a long while and really? then, um, not knowing how to kind of put it together, but actively starting to write plays for it and record and do stuff since, yeah, like three months maybe. Because we were emailing about this back in when I was in Walla Walla still, which was oh, that's before correct. April of last well, year. Well, that was when I was still kind of like the having the idea of yeah. doing a thing called a podcast and it didn't really, you know, and then I started sort of zeroing in on the material, mm-hmm. you know, writing the plays and doing all that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's years. It's been years in the making. Before the podcasts were invented, I was actually thinking about doing one. <laughs> so, you know, I just had to figure out what that word meant. Sure. That kept coming to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, you brought one more song for us to play. Yeah. Uh, this is a, yeah. And this, it's a short one. So. It's a short one. This is Rasp, Thorn, and the Briars okay. from London. And uh, this is uh, the Rasp is a uh, Bozeman guy that I know. Huh. Uh, just actually had dinner with him lately and uh, an artist uh, who I've known and, and kind of followed his work for a while and uh, there's stuff this is a song uh, called Operator Taunt <laughs> and uh, I think what they do may speak for itself okay well thanks for being here thank you very much uh, and thanks for listening to the Justin Wayne Show dot com uh, as, once again if you want to get all the links to all the artists and we'll have a link to High Country Drama as well. Um, among other things, you can check go check out uh, Greg's also a playwright in his own right, which are two different words, right? Because it's a playwright is W, like you're... Like, like you're, a craftsperson, like right? Yeah, exactly. Your, the rotting of plays. Yeah. yeah. Or causing plays to be wrought. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes the plays are overwrought. What hath... And then you know that... <laughs> so, yeah, so your blog name could be like, what hath Greg wrought, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Instead of God. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> there's been a lot of Bible. There's been, we've been, to, wait, was it this week? We need to talk a little bit about the Bible because of Steve Harvey and that other range of song. But at any rate, uh, <laughs> listen to the show, justinwayneshow.com. You can, we'll have stuff for Greg there. So you can go find Greg. Uh, thanks to Greg Owens for being here. And uh, also um, keep your stick on the ice, as I tend to say at the end of the show. Um, and, uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Next week it'll just be, is it? Yeah. I think it's just going to be Claire next week. So I won't be here. It'll be Claire. And then we'll join up the following week, right before we do the birthday best. So have a good week. Uh, and Claire, we'll see you next week here on the Justin Wayne show. Goodbye. I say Better hurl you down into the murky deep That is the blood is black as barbed wire That's his eyes never blink
Justin Wayne, Justin Wayne, <laughs> podcasting all over the planet. Justin Wayne, he's got your independent music fix. Justin Wayne, it's the Justin Wayne Show. This is Stevie Hawkins and Asteroid Falk, and we bring the Falk. You're listening to the Justin Wayne Show. He don't play no joke. What the fuck? The Justin Wayne Show, music's independent spirit. Yeah.